Welcome to Everything In Between, we're your host, Siobhan Sam, and today we are going to talk about friendship. What does that mean? How does that look to us? And what do you find important about having friends? So the first thing I wanted to talk about was what is the difference to you, Siobhan, between having an acquaintance and having a friend? Like sometimes I do this where I I meet someone and I may have not, they're not really my friend, but I'll say, okay, my friend, you know, or something like that. But they're not really my friends, you know, so I probably should stop doing that. So what, (laughs) for you, what do you consider a friend and acquaintance? Sure. So for me, my friend is somebody that I actually call. Um, And I know that that sounds weird for some people, but number one, I'm not a big phone person at all. We've talked about this on other episodes. So if I pick up the phone or if I video chat with you at any point in time, I care about you because everybody else can get a text. And that might sound rude, but that's just like, I don't like being on the phone. I also Mm -hmm. feel like an acquaintance is somebody that... I could go to a movie with you. I could go to an outing with you. But you're not the first person that pops up in my mind when something happens. And you probably also don't know any personal business about me. So like, for example, I noticed a lot of people will post like right away when somebody dies, they'll make a post about like the person passing away and they'll put it on Facebook or they'll put it on Instagram. I don't do that. So if somebody passes away in my life, if somebody in my life is sick, If I'm sick, um, if somebody has a baby, if I pick up the phone to call you to tell you that, you're my friend. But if you find out months later, because I made a post that I'm like sad because I remembered, or like a baby pops up and it's like, oh, here's this three-year-old child, (laughs) then you're just an an acquaintance. What about you? Um, This is hard. This is actually very hard for me to delineate because, you know, I honestly, I don't, Friend means so much to me. Like friends mean like that word. It I, I use it probably inappropriately uh, to make other people more comfortable. But I also don't use it with my friends. Like I don't know. Like I usually go like that's my sister or that's my brother whenever my friends become that close like i've already adopted myself into your family you know siobhan and i'm glad that we've been collected another (laughs) mother you know (laughs) i'm like right right right. so like that's my friends like this is more than me than just a word this person means more to me than the word so I, i know i do this like okay for example this is terrible with me okay don't judge me I won't judge you. I'll just tell you to your face. Girl, that's messed up. (laughs) Okay. How would the other person feel? (laughs) Everyone's like, all the people who have been like, call a friend or second guessing, they're going to get second guessing themselves now. So, so, for example, if I like do something with you and I feel like it's inappropriate, like I'm very much not socially normal right so i have to take my cues from the situation and it may not be that i feel the same way you know i do this a lot because a lot of my emotions and a lot of my ideas and thoughts are not popular so i just kind of switch a little bit to create an environment that is comfortable for 
all, right? Except for mm-hmm. me. And I'm okay with that because I know who I am. I don't need to be validified through a conversation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes someone will say to me like this is my friend and i was like yes we're this is my friend we're friends and we'll just you know like they'll introduce me say this is my friend sam and i'll say hi i don't say no we're not really friends you know what i mean <laughs> like I don't, I don't go we're just acquaintance i really don't know her that well i was like oh, you know i'm say hi <laughs> and then you have those moments where like if someone hugs you and you know they or they call you friend you don't say no i don't think we're that close you know what i mean like you don't right. correct people you know so you just go with it i don't know do you do that i i unfortunately do that so i just kind of so, go with it and in my mind you're not really my friend but so i guess i have two versions of friends which one actually means acquaintance I don't know because I feel like I'm in a tricky situation. Like, I get what you're saying. I definitely do. But I don't feel like I actually, as an adult, have ever met somebody new where that happens. Because I feel like most of the people that are my actual friends, I have known them since I was a child. So they're like literally my friend because we've had long built histories. But I also pledged a sorority when I was in college. So I feel like those large majority of them are my acquaintances. So I feel like instead of having that awkward like oh, this is my friend. It's just like, oh, this is my sister. And it's true because we're sorority sisters. So I feel like that cancels out that because it's like, oh, sister doesn't imply, sorority sister anyway, doesn't imply like all of these friend things, I feel like. Does that make sense? You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I don't have that. Like I legit have strangers who, and I think because you guys don't judge me, I am the token black for a lot of people. Oh, I am too. (laughs) Yeah, I am the token black for so many people. And so everyone, I think, proudly says, like, this is my friend, Samantha, you know? Mm. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, you know, (laughs) I go with it. I don't correct them. I don't say, actually, we just met two months ago. You know what I mean? Like, and we Mm -hmm. only talked three times. Like, I don't do that. I just go with it because it's conversationally um the better outcome you know right and so that happens to me quite a bit and so then they'll introduce me as a friend to their friends and then all of a sudden i'm their friend's friend too oh (laughs) so i've got so many people calling me friend that i'm just like really confused like no i so i just said forget the word friend i really don't understand like the now i think people have just like let that word become acquaintance you know yes I mm-hmm. do believe like it's synonymous now. I don't think that, you know, some, I don't know how to delineate between like friends like you and friends like all the people in the world who call me friends. Like, I don't know how many people call me friends and I just go with it because it's just like, I don't want to make it awkward, you know? Yeah, I do. So, and I feel like a lot of people have like issues with that. I would yeah. say though, like I literally call everybody like an acquaintance you say have, friends a lot let's go friends hi friends you do that. i think it's because okay honestly it's two things i think because it's like a jersey thing okay. and also because i work with kids and so i don't want to call them kids so i say mm-hmm. friends a lot and i think like my work language has just carried over to my like real life i yeah. do say okay friends but think about it right i'm gonna work okay friends let's clean up okay friends let's line up okay friends yeah. let's go like it's just 
just something, you know, it's like all of them, you know, I'm talking about. I just want you to know you said that to us several times during our Disney trip. (laughs) And I was also included in that. So I was like, okay, all the friends are going. (laughs) It's a habit. It is. It's like, okay, it's like I need to get the group (laughs) corralled. I'm a grown-ass woman. (laughs) I say all the time, or you know what? You have to be like my mom. Like, sometimes I'll be talking to her, and she'll be like, that's the therapy voice. Don't talk to me like that. I love your mom. She's the best. She's like, do not use that voice. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just it comes out sometimes. But yeah, so I feel like too, I do feel like your friends, well, for me overall, I do think just your friends are people that know like a personal history, but I think just in general, even when you're trying to become friends with somebody, I feel Mm -hmm. like in this day and age, people don't know how to be a good friend or just a friend in general, because Mm -hmm. everyone is used to something that's so like quick and Mm -hmm. fast. And it's like, oh, if I don't like you, I can go find somebody else to fill that void of friendship or mm-hmm. people build like see i was getting ready to say people build a false sense of connection and community online but then i'm like that's kind of bs because we legit met online mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and we're friends so mm-hmm. i guess it just depends on what you're looking for but what i know i definitely don't well, you're like not wrong you're not wrong i don't think we are normal you know like if i think we're outliers on the average of you know the it is easy to have two faces like your social media face and then your real face you know yeah that i'm just awkward all the deal. places so yeah, it is what it is much. <laughs> yeah but there are some people who have a better social face than they do a, mm. as a real person and you can you know socialize that person on like Facebook or whatever and become friends but don't even know who that person really is you know because it's easy for me to fool you the couple hours I'm spending text messaging you on instant Mm -hmm. messenger or whatever you know than it is for me to actually you know get into the sit your butt down you know remote like nobody sees that mode you know I don't show that mode where I'm just like serious mom or serious Sam I think most people wouldn't even believe me when I say I have like a I can think you know what I mean like oh I have a brain (laughs) because I'm so goofy you know like sometimes I'm goofy sometimes I'm not so it just depends on who is your audience and you know what you want that audience to receive from you so we just happen to be who we are all the time. So it was easy for us to figure out that we like each other because we never put up a front, I don't think, you know, for each other. I don't think This is just what it is. This is really how I am all the Mm -hmm. time. Of course, I was shocked and amazed, like I said last week, (laughs) that you were not at all the person I thought you were going to be. But I I, I adapted. Like, she is not cool, and she's talking about these Disney movies over here. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Oh, my gosh. I just had this whole... I made this whole life for you. A whole life for you based on one picture. But, you know, I do that, too. I like to do that. I think they call you it, do. like, people watching. I think you might have been with me, but I think I've yes, also said I've this on the show. On the ride several times. I make up, like, stories for people, and I'm mm-hmm. starting to notice a trend. Like, it's always something sad. Like, <laughs> like yes. it's just... 
you know, the, I end up being worried about these people. Like, oh, they're no friends. Okay, this is a total different aside. I don't know if I told this story before, but I'll just share it because it's just what it is. When I was in college, there was this kid. I did not know him. None of my friends knew him. And I had just, like crossed into the sorority so now you know like sometimes in greek life they're like oh it's like the pretty girls or like people are stuck up or whatever so you know people have like this idea of what a sorority girl is but i was like no i'm in a sorority but i'm still gonna be me and there was this little boy and well he wasn't a boy he was a college student too but he was one of those people that he just he dressed different and he looked different so he looked like he was about 11 but we were in college and he always (laughs) wore shorts it didn't matter if it was winter and Sam, stop me if I've told this before, but... No, I don't think so. So he always had shorts on, and he used to wear, like, these Hawaiian shirts. And I would just always see him walking, like, quickly on campus. And he was always by himself. And I would always be like, I feel so sorry for him. I was like, I should be his friend. I'm going to talk to him. And all my sisters and brothers would be like, what is your problem? Like, you're so nice. You're trying to be friends with everybody. You're trying to save everybody. They're like, leave him alone. And I'm like, I know, but I just feel bad for him. He's eating by himself. He's walking by himself right so one day I don't remember what it was I don't know if it was karaoke if it was like a video game thing but it was something going on in the student center and I was like you know what I'm just gonna like be nice to this kid and you know be friendly don't you know this kid had an attitude and was like kind of what the f do you want I don't remember exactly (laughs) what he said at this time but he was really not nice to me and I was so shocked because all this time I'm making up this story about you know how he's lonely and he has no friends and then I try and be nice and be his friend and that's how he came off to me and everybody got like the best laugh they were like what did you think was gonna happen (laughs) I thought he was going to totally embrace me and we were going to become best friends. You know, that's kind of offensive. That's kind of offensive. But I was just trying to be a nice person. Like, I don't know. I didn't want to see him. Your best intention. What is that? Um, I don't know, but he was not feeling it. He was like, whatever. Sometimes you curse me out or anything, you know, but he was just like not interested in being friendly. And I was just like, I never said nothing to him again, though. I was (laughs) like, all right. (laughs) I was like, you will make me feel weird twice. It's like, what? What? Yeah. So I think it is interesting and difficult to kind of navigate as adult that friendship world. Yeah. And I also think it's interesting, too, because like when I met Sam, we met some other people around the same time and we kind of hung out. Well, we didn't kind of hung out. We did hang out with them. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like those friendships did not develop the same way that my friendship with you developed, Mm -hmm. which is really strange because those people are closer Closer. to me here than Sam is all the way in um, Arizona. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Like, I don't know why. Like, those people are really cool and I like them. But, like, I don't talk to them as frequently as I talk to Mm -hmm. Sam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're always busy. I don't know. But it's interesting. Like, what made our friendship just click? And that just happens. It's just, sometimes it's just like that. Just like with anything else, you just find someone you really can mesh with and you, you just fall into, you know, this friendship. And that actually was funny because that was my next thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, how friendships are, I believe, this is my belief, like friendships can be seasonal, you know, where it's like. Yes, um, I've heard you say that before. Yeah, where this person was my legit friend 
for that time. And then whatever happened, happened, and we kind of, you know, grew apart. Um, but we did it cordially. It was not because we yelled at each other. It was just because, you know, f- first we talked every day. Then we talked once a week. Then we talked once a month. Then we talked once a year. Now we don't talk at all kind of thing. You know, and it wasn't like something where it's like, oh, you know, like for you, if you didn't talk to me for three days, I'd be like, now, Siobhan. You know, (laughs) but there are some people who won't talk to me for three days and I'd be totally fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm totally fine with that. So it's weird how that, you know, each friend is different, I think, too. You know, so it's kind of like in the level of importance, I think I have layers to friendship. Like some people, you know, it's a good here's a good one. Someone drew like three circles and you had your inner circle your outer circle you know and your outer like outer. a venn diagram yeah okay not so much like a venn diagram just circles inside okay. of circles because a venn diagram means there's some comparison like con- overlap yeah but no just circles so in your inner circle which is like the core and then you had the another outer circle around your inner circle and then around that circle was another circle and that was your far out uh, so, so they're not overlapping. It's like one overlapped. big like circle a- with the circles inside yeah. of that one big one. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. I'm very visual, so I was trying to like visual. I was like, I'm not following, girl. <laughs> There's three circles. <laughs> Look, I had a Venn diagram in the mind. I'm like, okay, so the inner circle's in the middle, and then what's on the outside? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so in your inner circle is like your your strongest group of people, you know. Mm-hmm. And these are the people you talk to frequently. These are the people who can pull your heartstrings, you know. These are the people you you are sincerely concerned about their day-to-day life and you are invested in their livelihood, you're invested in what makes them happy and you are right there with them, you know? And right. that takes a lot of energy, I should say. I only have two legit people in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. To you and my cousin. That's it. And I'm glad I made it into the inner circle. <laughs> By default. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm watching you. You no, couldn't get removed the circle. Be, you could be going to that next circle any day now, Siobhan. Any day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's too no, funny. But my cousin and you are the only two people in my inner circle. And, and I, keep it, I keep it small. And I do that because I put a lot of energy into you. And I put a lot of energy into her because mm-hmm. if you have a problem, it's become my problem now. You know, All right. like anything going on in your life, I'm thinking about it. Like I'm writing down dates for you, like that Siobhan needs to call the doctor today. And I'm right. texting you, not putting it in my <laughs> journal, you know, and I'm texting you like, don't forget to call it. You know, like your life has become my life, you know, and likewise with my cousin. And that's a lot of right. work for me. You know, that's a lot of work because I'm invested emotionally in your well-being and your happiness, all the things. Right. Right. So keep your inner so I firmly believe in keeping my inner circle small. Now on my next ring, you know, these are the people who I who may know things about me, but they don't know everything about me. You know, like my mm-hmm. inner circle, you know every facet of Sam. Sam dating Sam, Sam mom Sam, Sam crazy Sam. You know, like you've seen every face of Sam. These people may have seen the mom Sam, this then this one over here saw work Sam, and then this one's you know, like they see different right. sides of me and they don't get to merge these places. That's my next circle. And then my far outer circle is everybody else. 
that's how I see friendship. I feel like I'm missing that second circle then. Because I feel like I don't have people in between like my friends and then my acquaintances. Like You yeah. might and not know it. It's the people who so for example for example, B and I have talked you and I have talked a lot about babies. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's someone you who not me, of course. But I'm getting better, and this is what this is the catalyst to this whole podcast was uh, me needing to do better with handling <laughs> Siobhan's baby conversations. But maybe <laughs> there is another person who you can go to to talk about babies and will ex- listen to you go on and on about it happily. But see, I will put that girl in like an acquaintance box. But like, babies are I important s- to you. Yeah, but like that girl, it's not like I get like maybe I would call her friends. No, I think I call her like an acquaintance or somebody that I know. Like she is um, my friend's sister in law, right? Mm-hmm. So she's not necessarily my friend. I would go to dinner with her, I would have drinks with her, but we're not friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're well, just not. not she's friends. in the second circle, though. She made it to the second circle. See, but because I would consider she, that because, an acquaintance. No, because your acquaintance don't even know you want to have baby. So she knows. That's not a good example because I feel like everybody knows like how I feel. Okay. About okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is true. Everybody knows Siobhan like, wants the baby. It's like Siobhan loves husband. kids. She's Siobhan wants, wants the baby. Everyone on our <laughs> podcast knows that. I mean, so everyone in the world can potentially know that about you. So yeah, this, this is, is true. not a good example. So I can't give a good example because then everybody will know that thing. That's, so I'm right, giving an example. What, that is a good example. It's not the truth. It's no, just a good example. It's that's good what I'm example. saying. That would be an acquaintance. I feel like some of your... So you know what, though? I guess I get what you're saying. Because I would say there's levels to acquaintanceship. Like, there's people that I would say they're an acquaintance simply because we have the same Greek letters and I would go have a drink with you because we have that in common. But I don't really know anything about you and you don't really know anything about me. But then I have people like, oh, you were my line sister. So maybe at one point in time, we were really close. If I had a baby shower, I would invite you. But on the day to day, I don't know what's going on in your life, but we could pick up at any point and be chill. And then there's people that are my friends that are like, okay, on Monday, you know, this time, Mm -hmm. make sure you're okay or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That, okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So I think that the person who you'd invite to your baby shower is in the second level, second ring. Yeah. That's what I think. Because somebody who knows. So like for me, I can talk to one person frankly about money and be like, so this is what's going on, you know, Mm -hmm. and I can. And that's my money person, for example. Mm-hmm. And and they can and their their situation may be similar to my situation, so we can commiserate about money, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then I can talk to my author. I have an author friend, and I can say to her, "Hey, blah blah blah," and we talk about author stuff. It's like she's definitely like she's she's my author friend, my one author friend that I have. She's de- she's like in between the inner and that the second, so it's weird, but. You know, definitely there, you know, and I know she can, I can talk to her about anything. But then there's another friend who I only talk to, like, you know, like things that I can't talk to you about, maybe, you know. You could talk to me about everything. Which is true. And I do. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what if there was a thing, like, let's say, I don't know. I don't know. If I wanted to talk about, I don't know. I can't even think of something I can't talk to you about. So, 
But let's just say there was a thing and I talked to the other person about that one thing, then that person I think is more than an acquaintance because I'm I'm sharing something sensitive and important to me, even if it's just a small slice of a bigger pie, it's still you're worthy enough to hear it. Right? Right. So that's how I feel about friends. But I also feel as myself as a friend, um, I measure people by impact. So would I be sad if something happened to you? Right. You know, like some people I can hear so-and-so just passed and I'm like, dang, really? You know what I mean? But, you know, I was... And two hours later, I'm like, all right, so we're going to order Chipotle tonight, watch a movie, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can still go on with life. If something happened to you or my cousin, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it's not going to be, you know, an easy fix. You know, I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be, you know, like, it's not going to be okay. You know, so that's a huge impact in my life. Like, I can see me, if something ever happened to my cousin or you or anyone else, I can see me trying to pick up the phone to call you and be like, dang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over and over and over and over. So that's a huge impact for me. So, like, that's how I know, like, you just made it into the inner circle because I would truly, you know, miss having you in my life. And you, you, you're that big of a piece of my life that I depend on you to be in my life, you know? So that's right. when I know that that person has become more than just my second or third tier friend. Because then even my second tier friends, I'd be sad, but I would be devastated, you know, like, dang, yeah. you know. So For sure. Yeah. For sure. Because I'm thinking about the people in my inner circle and I'm like, yeah, I would not be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because one of my friends in my inner circle said this to me a while ago. And I was like, this is so true. And one thing that I like about getting older is I feel like I've always been the old friend and I think Mm -hmm. I've said this on the show before but I feel like all of my friends have now caught up to where I've been since I was like 21 (laughs) and like you know what we should really just have a dinner party in the house and you know we could put on a show and like it could Mm -hmm. be cool right Mm -hmm. so she had said to me one day like she categorizes her friends by like what they like to do so she has like her friends that she knows they'll go to the club she has her friends she knows she can travel with she has her friends that she knows like we'll do game night she has her friends that, you know, I don't know, want to go to, like, drinks and the strip club type thing. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, like, that's pretty good because then it lets you know who to call for what. And you can build your friendship based on that. I'm like, that's pretty good. I think well, those point- are all second tier people to me because the the core people, it doesn't matter what you want to do. They in there to win it with you, you know. I could call you to do something I know that you probably wouldn't want to do, but you'd do it anyway because I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because i've definitely done that for my friend <laughs> yeah yeah and friends, likewise you so can funny. you could call me and be like say i want to do this and i'm like uh i don't really want to but i guess i'll do it oh, want to. <laughs> so this is what we'll share i'll share with this and it's, <laughs> it's a perfect example so before same had same before sam had come out here um the second time to New York, I had been telling her about the sex museum and I had gone, I'd taken my mom and it was like, my mom's really hip and cool. I should say that. People yeah. like, you went to a sex museum with your mom. Yeah. My mom's like real chill. She's the best. Now that I don't need any parenting. When I was a child, she used to be like, I yeah. ain't your friend right now. She's like, we can yeah. be friends later, but right now I'm your mother. So just so like, don't get it twisted. She definitely did the parenting thing. But I went with my mom and we had like a really nice time. It was fun and everything. And I had talked it up and I'm like, Sam, like we should go to this when you come. 
I did not know, and I don't know why it didn't cross my mind, because it is a museum, and everyone knows museums change their collections. It's not the same collection for months mm-hmm. and years on end. But for whatever reason, it did not dawn on me to check that the collection did not change. And when we got there, <laughs> I could tell Sam was not happy. I think Sam in her head was like, what did this bitch don't want me to? But it was, it was nothing. When I tell you, not a single thing was the same like when we went. When we went the first time, it was very like erotic art house type thing. So like really nice images, really well curated and thoughtfully done. And then just to kind of give you an idea of what it was when we went, it was like... Pornhub stuff yeah. was there. It was like all like, about Pornhub. Yeah, so that was it was crazy. like a totally different experience. And I yeah. just know Sam was like, Mm-mm, no. I am liberated, but I was just like, this is too much. Like that was, you know, this girl. I can't even speak on it. <laughs> so I'm but sorry, it, but that's like the I perfect example of us three, doing three, four floors of it. All four. Yeah, and it was yeah, just like. It. Each floor, I feel like, was more outrageous and worse than worse the next. And, and I was like, oh, I was just thinking and in my head. I was, I was like, I know she's mad. <laughs> I was uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, my gosh, Felicia's here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my gosh, Felicia's here. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Felicia's here. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> and I can't stop laughing. Like, I was so totally tickled by the whole thing. But that's definitely, um, like, what you're talking about. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I'll ride and die. Like, I'll do it. And that includes food, because I'm not a foodie like Siobhan. So Siobhan had to tell me a lot of times what she wanted me to eat. And I sometimes was like, oh, I don't think I want to. And then she go, it's good. Trust me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I do like that shrimp. I don't like coconut, but it was really good. She told me it was good. It was, she did not like See, I don't like coconut shrimp either, though. I only eat coconut shrimp from that place. Like, if we mm-hmm. went somewhere else and you were like, get coconut shrimp, I'd be like, I'll pass. Yeah. I just eat it from there. But I think, too, like, a big one for me is, and I don't know how everybody is with their friends, but I think the test of any friendship is if you can travel together and the friendship survives the travel. I feel like if you could travel with your friends and you're still friends after, then these people are set. Because I've just seen, like, over my lifetime, so many people that have gone on vacation together and then they come back and the friendship is over. Like, done. And so all my friends in my inner circle, we have traveled together and it has gone well. Like my best friend, <laughs> so funny because she like popped out our yearbook and apparently we'd had a fight in our yearbook and I did not even know about it. Um, but we went on vacation and I always thought that this was our first like argument of the whole friendship and we survived it. And it's, um, it was the first time I went to LA and we were... What were we doing? We were going to like all these different places and um, I had told her like, listen, I really want to go to this sandwich shop. Um, I had seen it on food TV and I was like, I have to go here. I have to get one of these sandwiches because it's going to be freaking phenomenal and I want this sandwich. And so my friend is like wonderful. I love her. She is type A all the way. She has everything like organized and nice. And when you travel with her, you are going to see everything and you're going to be able to feel like I really want here. Like, honestly, she's like a tour guide, like one of the books, like go here, go here. Great time. So I was just like, I want to go to this one place. And she's like, okay, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. And so we ended up going there for dinner. And the one sandwich that I wanted, they were out of it. 
and we had an argument over this. I was so upset. (laughs) It's funny thinking about it now, but at the time I was just like, you know what? This is some (laughs) bullshit. And I'm laughing now because I've gone back to California a few times since then. And I've actually been able to have the sandwich and it was not all that anyway. So I'm really glad that I did not end a friendship and that she did end a friendship with me over a sandwich because that would have been ridiculous. But this was definitely a good topic. You know, friendship is so important, making sure that you build relationships with people and you don't need to have a lot of friends. I think that's something that people think sometimes, oh, I have to have a whole bunch of people. No, I think if you have one or two good friends in your life, that is such a blessing um, to have because it's really hard, especially in these days and times. So Sam and I are really looking forward to hearing from you guys. Like always, you can reach us through email, Instagram, and Facebook. And we will see you next week. Bye.